Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. This is George Cannon, and you are listening to episode 139. The Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church where we seek to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So each week we put together a podcast focused on one question that maybe you're wrestling with or maybe somebody you know is wrestling with, but you wouldn't necessarily find the answer for your question if you were attending a morning worship service, listening to the message, going to Sunday school, or even being a part of a Bible study. So we try to answer those questions here on the podcast and try to bring you to the Bible so that you can find some answers for that which you are wrestling with. And so today we're going to focus on a question that is really relevant to each and every one of us because it has to do with our relationship with Christ and our relationship with God the Father as we are in the midst of, shall I say, trying or troubling circumstances. And it really has to do with the whole issue of the depth of that relationship. You say, well, what are you talking about, George? Well, the question that we're going to struggle with today is, is how can I learn to trust in God? How can I learn to trust in God? So we're going to focus on that question today. Now, we're going to do it in two ways. First of all, we're going to talk about the struggle that we have with trusting. And if you're a human being, you and I both know that we can struggle with trusting not just God, but trusting anybody else. So we're going to talk about the struggle that we have with trusting, and then we're going to look at what the scripture says about the call to trust. And from that section, we're going to kind of learn some things to help us to trust in our Lord and trust in him in the midst of our circumstances of what we're going through. All right, so let's let's talk about the whole issue of the struggle we have with trusting. I've got three things I want to share here, three things for you to think about, okay? Number one, the reason why we struggle with trusting, okay? The reason why we struggle with trusting is this. We are unsure of God and his actions towards us. We are unsure of God and his actions towards us. And that is true whether you are a new believer in Jesus, because when you're a new believer in Jesus, you know very little about the Lord, or if you have been walking with Jesus for decades. There is a reality that exists in each one of us, whether we're new in the faith or whether we've been walking with Jesus for a while, in which we are unsure about who he is and how he's going to act towards us in a given circumstance or in a given situation. And that's just real. We struggle. And that's the first thing I want you to see about the whole issue of trust. If you're unsure about God and his actions towards you, 
you're going to struggle with trusting. Here's the second thing I want you to see. The second thing that really causes us to struggle with trusting. We are disappointed by some past circumstance. Now, what I'm talking about here is this. Maybe as you reflect upon your walk with Jesus, you were facing a circumstance or a situation and you really needed him to work out this problem. And you were trusting in him. In fact, you were probably telling others that you were trusting in him. And you were hoping and you were praying that he would show up and redeem the circumstance or correct the circumstance or answer in some specific way. But as you look back on it, you only see disappointment because in your mind and in your heart, you feel like God didn't show up. You feel like he left you hanging. You feel like he was away taking care of some other problem. And so you've got disappointment. You're, you're disappointed with God. In fact, some of you may actually be angry with God because of some past circumstance. And so that really affects whether or not you're going to trust God in this current situation whether you can count on him in this current situation. So disappointment, past disappointment, in some circumstance can cause you to struggle. And I think all of us here can relate to that. I think all of us can relate to that. Here's the third reason why we struggle with trusting God. Okay, third reason. The circumstances seem insurmountable. The circumstances seem insurmountable. What do I mean by that? Well, I'm saying that maybe you're facing a situation that is so big and so drastic and so very much in need of something to happen, but it just seems too big for God to do anything. In fact, you can't see how he could possibly do it. And so because your eyes are focused on the difficulty and the enormity of the problem, you just are having a hard time trusting God. Now, these are three things that I want you to see here. You know, the whole issue of being unsure of who he is and how he acts towards us, past disappointment, and then seeing the problem as being big and insurmountable. I'm sure there are other reasons why we struggle with it, but these are the three main ones that I want you to see. And it's universal. It's basically each one of us can relate to these three things because it is what causes us to struggle in trusting him. So that brings me to my final section here then, as we're going to try to answer this question, how can I learn to trust in God? And we're going to talk about the call to trust. The Bible calls us to trust. And I've got five points I want to make and five things that I want to point out in the scripture. First of all, as believers, we are called to trust in the Lord. As believers, we are called to trust in the Lord. Proverbs 3, 
verse 5 says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Isaiah 26, 4, Trust in the Lord forever, for Yah, the Lord, is everlasting strength. So we are called as believers, as his children, to trust in him. We're called to do that. We say, okay, George, I understand I'm called to do that. But that still doesn't answer the question, how can I learn to do that? Because, yeah, I know I'm called to it, but I want to learn how to do it. Well, that's where I want you to reflect on these final four things. Okay? Four things when we talk about the call to trust. Here's the second one. The level of trust is proportionate to the level of relationship. Did you hear what I said? The level of trust is proportionate to the level of relationship. So if you have a growing relationship with the Lord and you interact with him, I can almost guarantee you that that is going to reflect in your life a growing trust in the Lord. But if you have no relationship with him, yes, you're saved. Yes, you've put your faith and trust in Jesus. But you're just kind of living your life on your own. You barely interact with him. You're not sure exactly what he's going to do or anything. But you know what? Your relationship with him is not where it should be. I can almost guarantee you, you're going to struggle with trusting him. So the first thing you've got to understand when we talk about how can I learn to trust in the Lord, you, you're going to have to understand that that's tied to your relationship with the Lord. The stronger your relationship with the Lord, the stronger your trust will be in him. Here's the third thing I want you to see in this section. Trusting God rests on understanding who he is and how he acts. So if I'm going to trust God, it's got to rest on understanding who he is and how he acts. Listen to Numbers 23. These are the words of Balaam in his oracle as he is to pronounce a curse on Israel because Balak, King Balak, is paying him to do that. But rather he gives a blessing because he's sharing what God has said. Listen to what Balaam says about God in his oracle. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said, and will he not do? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? So there he's reflecting on the character of God, and that he's not like human beings. See, the problem with us trusting human beings is, is that you can't trust human beings. Because they're fickle. They don't follow through. They don't keep their word. But... God does. God's not a human being. In fact, listen to what Psalm 89 verse 34 says. These are the words of the Lord. My covenant I will not break, nor alter the word that has gone out of my lips. God's saying, I follow through on everything I establish and say. So if you're going to trust him, it's got to rest on understanding who he is and how he acts. You've got to understand who it is that you're trusting in. 
Here's the fourth thing I want you to see. Trusting in God requires a reflection on God's past faithfulness. So what that means is, is that if you're going to trust him, you have to look back at how he acted before in other situations. It's kind of like, remember I said to you that the reason why we struggle is because sometimes we are disappointed because he didn't do something in the past. Yeah, so I'm focused on that and I can't trust him. No, no, I'm, but this time I'm telling you, look even beyond that and look at the other times that he was faithful. Or look at the scripture and see how he is faithful to his children, whether in the New Testament or whether in the Old Testament. The Old Testament is filled with narratives concerning the faithfulness of God. Listen to what 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 56 Here's a blessing. Blessed be the Lord who has given rest to his people Israel according to all he had promised. There has not failed one word of all his good promise which he promised through his servant Moses. Wow, what a blessing. It's saying God follows through on his word. So it's going to require you and I to reflect on his past faithfulness. Now, here is the final thing, the fifth thing from this section, the final thing I want you to see as far as learning to trust in the Lord. Trusting God requires personal interaction with God. So if I'm going to trust God, I've got to interact with him. And the best verses I can see about that, especially when you're in the midst of a circumstance and you're wanting to trust in him, but maybe you're disappointed or the problem seems insurmountable, that's Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Paul writes, Be anxious for nothing but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Here, it's talking about, don't worry, don't fret. You go to him and you talk to him. You bring it to him and you leave it with him. And he'll guard your hearts and your minds. See, if you're going to trust, you got to interact. See, I think that's the key thing. Remember I said that your level of trust is going to be proportionate to your relationship with him. And if you're wanting to increase your trust in him, I would say you need to increase your relationship with him, the time that you spend with him and talk with him, and the time that you grow to where you say, my God can handle this, whatever the outcome is. I will trust him. Finding Clarity Podcast is really just an opportunity to answer questions that you and I might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So what we do each week, we put together this podcast, but you say, George, how do you get those questions? Well, to be honest with you, a lot of these questions come from you. In fact, we want it to be questions that come from you. You say, well, George, how can I get the questions to you? Well, there's several ways that you can do that. First of all, 
I would encourage you, if you need to, to contact us through one of three ways. You can call us, 814-236-1622, and leave a message and say, Hey, George, i got a question. Can you answer it on the podcast? The second way of doing that is to contact us through our church webpage, which is kerwinsvillechristian.org. If you go to the contact section, you'll see a form there that you can fill out, and it you can submit your question, and it'll get to us, and we'll see about answering it here on the podcast. And then the final way that you can get a hold of us is through Facebook. If you simply go to facebook.com slash Podcast, we encourage you to like the page. But you can direct message us or you can write on our wall. We'll see your question and we'll look at answering it here on the podcast. Now, next week, we're going to kind of still talk about the spiritual life and your walk with Jesus. And we're going to talk about something that we hear others talking about. It's a topic that's really been discussed for the last 30 years. And it's this whole issue of spiritual disciplines. So here's what we're going to look at next week. What are the spiritual disciplines? What are the spiritual disciplines? Until next week, take care.